Week 14 bye weeks are brutal. I know you're feeling it, but we got players to fill in for those guys. This is the Rival Fantasy Podcast. Let's talk about it. You are now listening to the Rival Fantasy Sports Podcast. Let's go. Not only are the bye weeks affecting you at quarterback, but we also got some serious injuries to talk about. Some guys are kind of up in the air. Some are goners. They're done. Unfortunately, we wish them well. We hope they recover and get better quickly. But we still got to fill out our fantasy rosters. We still got to start some quarterbacks. And so here we go. Let's start at quarterback. Tyler Huntley. Listen, Lamar Jackson's situation, we got to monitor it. If you have him, if you have Jackson, you have to figure out and keep an eye on this and see, is it bad? Is it, is it, is it okay? Is it progressing? Is things looking like he's going to play? Either way, while you're not sure, you need Tyler on your lineup. You need him in your lineup, this way on your roster. This way you have him just in case things go bad. I know we don't like handcuffing quarterbacks and all that kind of stuff, but in a situation like this, you just got to pick him up. So for your waivers, get him on your team. This way if it comes down to a game-time decision, whatever the case may be. Tyler is well worth being in your lineup. Definitely, for sure, is fine in fantasy. So keep him on, keep him in your mind. You also have the, the, the situation with Jimmy G. He is done, though. So it's a little different. Brock Purdy came in, played pretty well. Obviously, people got behind him. They had a little bit of fun with it. No one expected this guy to get out here and start balling a little bit. So Brock Purdy also looked good. In this case, if you don't have Lamar Jackson, you could also go for the Brock Purdy if you prefer him over Tyler Huntley. That's fine. It's up to you. The other situation to kind of monitor, though, with the 49ers is uh, Baker Mayfield got released this week. So there's a potential that a team signs him. Can the 49ers sign him? Would they sign him and start him right away? I don't know if they would do that. I still like Brock over him just because he's a little more familiar with the situation and he played pretty well last week. So I'm comfortable with both of those guys. And again, if you've been watching the show, you know, I'm a big fan of Mike White. I know he didn't throw any touchdowns last week. I know he threw two interceptions, but he threw for a lot of yards. He rushed for a touchdown. He's out there battling. He's got a lot of cool weapons at wide receiver that I like a lot. So again, he's another guy. If you're in a bad situation, I'm okay with it. I'm fine with uh, the Mike White situation. I know some people aren't comfortable with it. I know they're not comfortable I'm comfortable with it. I'm fine with it. And, and just so people know, for waivers, for your bye weeks, you're looking at six teams on bye. Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, Commanders. That's a lot to cover. Those are a lot of quarterbacks, not even considering the injuries that we just talked about. So these kind of guys that you may not even feel so great about, you better get them in your lineups. You better add them to your teams because you might need them. All right, let's get over to running backs. At running back, I have a few names for you that I really like in fantasy. I really want you to get them on your team if you don't have them already. These are guys that are potentially on, uh, you know, free agents right now. They're potentially available in waivers. If they're not, someone else probably scooped them up ahead of you. We talked about these guys also last week. So if they're not available, maybe they listen to the show. Maybe you're a little late to it. But the first one is Zonovan Knight. Most carries on the team, passing game targets. He played well. I, I love the, the production from him. You know, we talked about him last week. We even uh, covered him pretty extensively last week, maybe on both episodes. So Zonovan Knight, I'm a big fan of him. He's he, Like I said, he had the most carries last week for the team. I know people are wondering, like, James Robinson, this, that. Like, what, what did the team just show you last week? Zonovan got, you know, Knight got the workload. He even got the passing game targets that people were concerned about. Knight is a safe bet for you if you're looking to do that. Cam Akers, I spoke about him last episode. Led the running backs on the team in carries. He had two touchdowns. The best running back is starting. That's all there is to it. It's not a surprise to me. 
The best running back that the Rams have is starting. He's getting involved in the mix. So Cam Akers is a really good option for you. Zonovan, Cam Akers, these guys I really like for you. And for, as far as picking them up and also starting them, I'm not concerned with either one. The last thing on the list is James Cook. He also led the team in carries. He led the team in targets. He led the team in yards. He led the team in fantasy points. James Cook led the team in everything last week. He led them in everything at running back. So at running back, James Cook was the Bills' highest carry, most targets, most yards, most fantasy points. Do I need to say anything else? Are you convinced? Do I need to say anything else? I don't think I do. James Cook, great option for you at running back. Again, actually, this is surprising. This late in the season, you have some pretty good options to add at running back, so I'm comfortable. I'm happy about that. Zonovan Knight, Cam Akers, James Cook, get him in your lineups, start him. Not just Adam, stardom. Let's move over to wide receiver. Opposite of running back, wide receiver leaves a lot to be desired for you. I'm not excited about the guys in waivers. I'm not excited about the guys for fantasy for you. There's not many solid options. Let's try to dig here and find what we have. Jahan Dotson, he needs targets every game like this. This was a game where he got a good amount of targets. He's a playmaker in this offense. He's a playmaker in this offense. To, to kind of put it into, you know, to put it in a into a number form for you, he has 19 receptions this season. And on those 19 receptions, he has five touchdowns. 19 receptions for the whole season. Five of them were touchdowns. He's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. He needs more targets. Period. End of discussion. The commanders need to give this guy more work, but he's worthy for you to have on your lineup and put him in your flex for uh, each week. I'm fine with it. DJ Chark, another guy. Good offense to get a slice of. He's healthy now. He's back. He didn't score a touchdown last week. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He still got enough work where I feel comfortable with it. He had some good yardage plays. So overall, DJ Chark is a good option for you. I like him. Again, not a ton of targets when you have <laughs> St. Brown there and you have you know Jameson coming back and all these things. But DJ Chark made you know he's the vet there. He's the vet. He made a good work with his workload that he got. So I like him. I like him for you if you need a, a wide receiver and you're in the jam, especially, again, with all these bye weeks. It's hard to maneuver right now. It's hard to maneuver. It's bad enough, but now you got to make these, these kind of moves. The last one is Darius Slayton. If he's still available, I just want to get him out there for you as a no-brainer ad. Again, another guy that we've talked about for the last couple of weeks, a guy that I've been on for, for the last, you know, since, since he got into the league. But even though he struggled, he struggled, but this team is really, with, with the injuries, has really cleared out room for him, unfortunately. So he he is a good option for you. He's a no-brainer ad if you really need a wide receiver. And again, with the bye weeks, with the injuries, I understand you needing them. If he's not available, Isaiah Hodgins, five receptions, 40 yards, a touchdown. It's worth getting on your team. Again, I know things are bad right now out there. A wide receiver, again, doesn't have a lot to offer in waivers. So with the bye weeks, with the injuries, get a guy like Hodgins if Slayton isn't available. Let's move over to the tight ends. As we've been talking about, tight ends were horrible across the board in week 13. Not one tight end had over 15 points scored. And that's talking about all of them. That's talking about Kelsey, Andrews, everybody. But if you're looking for waivers, you don't have Kelsey. You don't have Andrews. You don't have those guys. So you need to find somebody, right? We got Dulcich, who did really well. We got Noah Fant, who uh, you can definitely get in your lineups. We got Ingram, who played pretty good last week. He's been inconsistent up and down, but I like the offense that he's in. He has an opportunity to do well. So they all led this week at tight end, actually, in scoring for the most part. They're all possibly available in your league at the same time. They played really well this week, but they're also possibly available. So if you need to stream a tight end, any of those guys are, are, are good enough to me. Dulcich, Fant, Ingram, 
I would get them in your lineups. I would get them in your lineups this week. If you need them, definitely get them on your roster. Those are the only tight ends that I could think of that I like the most that may be available. The rest are kind of eh. I mean, all tight ends are kind of eh, <laughs> besides a few guys. So those are the names that I feel most confident in and you add in on your waivers. Now, I always encourage you to catch your lead mate sleeping. This is your opportunity to get ahead in this playoff race. If you want to win a championship, you got to make the moves ahead of the team. The rest of the teams in your league, you got to be ahead of waivers. You can't be hoping that you got the most money left over to spend. You can't hope you got the waiver priority. You just got to add these guys now while you have the chance. The two guys I'm going to mention today are Brandon Powell. He was the leading offensive scorer, actually, following behind Akers for the Rams this past week. An interesting name. They were using him all over the place. He's, he's, he's an interesting talent from a fantasy perspective the, with the way the team was using him. Again, this is a team who's in a bad situation for offensive weapons. They need playmakers in the worst way. They were using Tutu Atwell out there. They were using everybody they could, but I liked Brandon Powell. I liked what he showed. I liked the stats that he put up. So you can catch people sleeping. He's an interesting guy in that offense. I wouldn't start him, but I would pick him up and kind of see what happens. The last guy I want to say is Demarcus Robinson. This is kind of a repeat. I've talked about him in prior weeks. It's also, after the Ravens wide receiver room cleared out from injuries and everything, he had the most targets week 13 against a Denver defense. You might look at it like, yeah, Neil, he had, he had a, a lot of targets, but he didn't produce a lot. He didn't have any big plays. He didn't crush it. He did enough with those targets. However, again, he was playing a Denver defense, which has a great secondary, a great team, great defense overall, actually. But I, I feel with Robinson, the big plays will happen. So if he keeps getting that kind of workload, the big plays will happen. And that's what you kind of need at this point. Again, I cannot stress enough. You're dealing with crazy, crazy bye weeks right now. You're dealing with crazy injuries. You're dealing with not a lot of great wide receivers and waivers, in my opinion. So Demarcus Robinson is a great ad for you, and I would put him in my flex spot. I have no issue with that. I think that better games are ahead for him, and if he continues that workload, he'll pop one you know, to get a big game for you, a big play for you. So again, I'm good with Demarcus Robinson. Powell, I would add, but I would wait a little bit on just to see if it continues, if they can be consistent with it. Uh, Robinson, I'm a little more confident. You start right away if you have to. And that's it for week 14 waivers. Again, if you have a player you want to add and I didn't talk about him, drop it in the comments. I'll happily talk about it with you. I'll happily chop it up, figure out what's the best guy to cut, if he's worth adding, if he's not, if it's worth sticking with the guy that's already in your lineup. If you have any lineup questions at all, just drop them in the comments. Bold prediction for week 14. You know I got you covered. My bold prediction this week is Tyler Higby will score 15 points or more versus the Raiders on Thursday night football. He hasn't even scored 10 points for three weeks in the last three weeks, no 10 point game. So if he hasn't hit 10 points in the last three weeks, I think it's a bold prediction to put him up here at 15 plus points, even with the tight ends that were all down last week and not one tight end hit three, hit 15. So no tight ends hit 15 points in week three. I mean, week 13, excuse me. He's had three weeks in particular last three weeks where he hasn't even hit 10 points. So bold prediction, Tyler Higby will hit 15 points or more versus the Raiders this week. You know that hurts me to say that. I'm a Raider fan. I don't want to say it. I don't want to believe it. But I believe Tyler Higby will come up big for you in fantasy this week. Again, Thursday night football, so make sure he's in your lineups. If so, week 14, 15-plus points for Tyler Higby. That is my bold prediction for week 14. On the flip side, my not-so-obvious lock for week 14 is actually Matt Collins. Same game, this time opposite team on the Raiders. You know, you know the rules for not so obvious lock of the week. The player has to get 10 plus points in fantasy for it to be considered a success. And I'm going with Mac Hollins. I think with the Raiders situation here, that you know, 
Devontae Adams is getting all the yards in the world. Josh Jacobs is balling. Foster Moreau at tight end is getting some of the work. Darren Waller may come back. Hunter Renfro may come back. We're not sure. It's a short week, so they may not want to risk it with these guys. But Mac Hollins, I believe, is going to come up against the Rams. 10-plus points in fantasy for you. Again, a lot of buys happening this week, a lot of injuries. So a guy like Mac Hollins, you just got to throw him in your flex. Hope for the best. He's been, you know, pretty consistent. Not, not obviously not great games every week, but he's been consistent in getting work. Derek Carr clearly trusts him. The team trusts him to move the ball. So I like Mac Hollins to make some plays this week. 10-plus points in fantasy. Mac Hollins is your not-so-obvious lock of the week for week 14. If you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, and subscribe. Drop any fantasy football questions you have for week 14 or rest of season in the comments. I try to answer them all as quickly as possible. I'll get to them before the games kick off. Hopefully, as long as you don't drop it too last minute and I miss it, we need your support to beat the algorithm, to get these numbers up, to get subscribers up. We need to reach more people, not just you. You're awesome. You're amazing, but we got to reach everybody. We got to help as much people as we can in fantasy. So help us do that by liking, commenting, subscribing, doing all that good stuff and sharing us. Share us with your league mate, share them with your friends, share them with whoever you think this could help. Also, shout out to everybody listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Leave us a five-star review. We greatly appreciate it. You can always find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all those places at Rival Fantasy. Let us know you watch the show. I'll be, I'll be sure to follow back. I won't miss you. I typically follow back people a lot of times anyway, but it'll make it easier for me. And of course, last but not least, visit RivalFantasy.com where you can play fantasy challenges, fantasy bingo. You can play fantasy book, all different kinds of games just to add another level of fun to you when you're watching the games, when you're, when you're, when you're setting your lineups. Just visit RivalFantasy.com. Jump in some challenges. Do some uh, fancy book, you know, get some bingo cards, whatever you want to do, whichever is your cup of tea or do all of them, <laughs> whatever you like. When you sign up and you're making your first deposit, use the promo code rival. This way they know you listen to the show or watch the show, whichever way you're doing it. And they'll make sure that you get the 100% loss protection up to $50 after your first deposit on your first plays. Um, and that is it for today, guys. That is it for the week 14 waivers, bold predictions, lock of the week. Again, if you have any questions after this episode, drop them in the comments. and I'll be sure to get to them. This is the Rival Fantasy Podcast. I'm out.